Welcome to That Anime Podcast. This is the full review for The Rising of the Shield Hero Season 2. In this episode, we cover Episode 6, titled Racing to Catch Up. Hello anime fans and welcome to That Anime Podcast for casual anime fanatics, where we talk all things anime in a fun and uncensored fashion for your listening pleasure. It's me, your host, Jordo, and here with me, as always, my co-host and kin, the oldest brother, Colton. Today, the youngest brother, Brennan, is feeling a bit under the weather. He said, and I quote, he's got a pretty intense headache, so we have given him the night off. I think this is maybe the second episode Brennan has missed in 108 episodes of anime podcasting. Yeah, it's pretty serious if that's the case. Yeah. yeah. He should be back for our next one, though. We'll have a special guest on with us, so... Yep. He'll be back. Yeah, he'll be back. It's it's not you guys. It's it's just a headache. It's all it is. <laughs> but he missed. he's missing out on a good episode because episode 6, Racing to Catch Up of Rising of the Shield Hero Season 2... Not a bad one. It's probably the best episode of the season it, so far. I think it is. Um, this is, by the way, this is the official Rising of the Shield Heroes Season 2 companion podcast. Every Sunday we release an episode about the newest episode of the Shield Hero from Season 2. So if you are wanting a fantastic and casual podcast for this entire season, look no further. This is that anime podcast you've been searching for. Uh, you can also check out our past episodes. We actually have coverage on all of Season 1 of Shield Hero as well. And if this is your first time listening, we'd just like to give you a shout-out. Welcome to the podcast. We hope you enjoy listening, and if you do, follow us on Instagram. That's the best way to keep in touch with us on a more personal level because it is manned by yours truly, J to the O Jordo. Um, oh, five-star reviews, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Keep them coming. We love seeing new ones. If you haven't already given us a five-star review and you think maybe maybe you will, maybe you won't, I hope that we can convince you that you will. Um, episode six, as Colton already said, we are in agreement. Probably the best episode of the season, yeah. arguably. Why do you think that that is? It's just been off to a slow and is, rocky start. Is it start. just because the tortoise is fucking gone now? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I'm kind of glad the tortoise is gone. We hope. I mean, it's got to be. He's jumping into something different here. So hopefully you know, that. it was. A, it's always a turning point in the anime when they play the opening song at the end. Yeah. Prior to credits rolling. That's when you know it's gonna be a. That's when you know. Mind-boggling. Um. Here's the episode synopsis. Oh, by the way, everybody's probably wondering, how the hell did you find out that the name of the episode is Racing to Catch Up? Because if you go look on Crunchyroll, the episode is fucking blank. It just says episode six. And so being the detectives that we are, we knew that if you go back to the previous week, we had to watch the end of episode five, and it tells you next week, episode six, titled Racing to Catch Up. 
Now, do we know why Crunchyroll decided to not put the title of episode 6 on Crunchyroll? No, we don't know. But, if you listen to us every week, there you go. Now you know the name of the episode. You're welcome. Very strange. Crunchyroll, like, I know you've got a ton of anime that you're uploading. They probably just uploaded them but damn. the info later. But damn. <laughs> just give it a fucking title. No, It'd be not... like if I uploaded an episode of our anime, just like a podcast, blank. and uploaded it, but left it completely blank, but I still put in the synopsis. Because they have the synopsis there, mm. but they didn't do the title. It just makes no sense. Maybe there's a logical reason, but I'm going to assume that there's not. Um, did I read the episode synopsis? No, I didn't. So, Futoria appears when the spirit tortoise revives, and with her help, Naofumi attempts to destroy its heart and cut off its head at the same time. Lark arrives as well, but all of them are helpless before Kyo's overwhelming power. Pretty much sums up the episode. Um, a little reminder just of what's going on in this, this series so far. The spirit tortoise is what is being referred to as a guardian beast of this world. So the spirit tortoise is the guardian beast of Naofumi's world that he was summoned to. I don't know if he was summoned. Brought to. Isekai'd. Yeah, he was summoned. Yeah, he was summoned when he opened that book or something. Um, and after reading the... Okay, never mind. So the head and heart, the episode starts off with the head and the heart of the tortoise regenerating and the battle beginning once again. Um, the heart, I noticed, it looks like a giant ice crystal and it forms a barrier around itself when they try to attack it. And here we go. Oast explains that in order to defeat it, you must cut off its head and its heart at the same time. Feels a lot like another show that we watched, what I'm not going to name because it's could be spoilers if you haven't watched it. I can't remember it. You can't remember where they have to defeat a villain by killing, severing two things at the same time. <laughs> it has to be simultaneous. Oh, yeah, yeah. Demon Slayer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds a lot like uh, that, but anyways, I'm okay with it. It's a good, it's the only explanation as to why cutting somebody's head off and it not dying and then cutting their heart into bits and it not dying, that's the only other reason why it wouldn't have worked is it has to be, oh, it has to be done at the same time. Yeah. Um. And we also learned this episode that the tortoise is able to regenerate so fast and why it's so powerful is because it's actually being powered by the three cardinal heroes. Now, were you surprised to see the doofus three cardinal heroes in there no. just getting drained, <laughs> the hell drained out of them? I knew they were going to appear somewhere in here and there they were. The only thing I wish they were showing them suffer, but we didn't get any audio. I would have liked to hear the voice actors in there going, oh, yeah, oh fuck, oh, it hurts. <laughs> didn't hear nothing. Just... They're just in there bubbling, bubbling up, looking like it, like it hurts, but I found it funny. Yeah. Um, this is what Kyo had to say about them. These guys were weak as shit, <laughs> but their cardinal weapons were the real thing. I used them as, as a backup power source. 
So no, they're actually so now they're actually useful for once. I'm going to drain them till they're dead and dry. So he's literally sucking the life out of them and their weapons, I guess. Or maybe he just took the weapons for himself. Not really sure. I think they still had them because that's what basically was powering the tortoise. Yeah. So Rishia, she sees Itsuki and she's like, now's my chance. I can finally save the prince, Itsuki. Like he saved me all those years ago. Yeah, I just like how all of a sudden Risha, this joke of a character, suddenly gets this power up. It felt a lot like Dragon Ball Z. Like just a, a awakened power. Like her a dormant power yeah. that was always there somehow. Her the total demeanor time. changed this whole episode. At the very perfect time, she came through and defeated the mo- arguably the most powerful person in the room. Yeah. I, and we all kind of know why. I mean, the old lady said that she's got great key manipulation, which means basically is she's so weak that she's powerful. <laughs> <laughs> that old hag was onto something. <laughs> yeah. Manipulating key. They're, surely they're going to elaborate a little bit more, but I do... Like that at the end, she was like, no, fuck it. I'm going with you. Yeah. Fuck Itsuki. I'm part of your team. <laughs> fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Yeah, that made, me, that made me like her a little bit more. She's loyal. But she's also a slave, we have to keep in mind. Yeah. <laughs> she's literally got Nafumi's crest <laughs> on her breasts. On her chest. Vitoria <laughs> um, joins the fight. She tries to hit the, hit the dude. Um. Oh no, sorry. Vitoria and Philo. I'm mixing them up. Vitoria joins the fight on the outside. She's basically telling Philo to let everybody know that she's gonna. She's here to aid the Shield Hero. Um, which you forget how powerful she is. She's like her own guardian beast in a way, because she she was fighting the tortoise and protecting the entire army simultaneously barely breaking a sweat even yeah so pretty impressive um she dodges a giant flurry of beams then she goes supersonic and like smashes the tortoise's head into the ground and i literally rewatched that part three times because i couldn't see what the fuck was happening you just see her jump into the air and then a giant like wall like ritual circle behind her appears and then the next shot is just the tortoise's head just smashing into the ground but I guess it's because she used that as like a base to jump down off of. Um, the tortoise shoots a beam from its mouth. Very like reminiscent a, of Godzilla. Looks like a hyper beam attack. Yeah, it did. Pokemon. Vitoria uh, deflects it with her wing pretty easy. And she says, I will take the head of the guardian beast, the spirit tortoise, match my timing and destroy its heart. And so Lark, Glass, and Therese show up. Kyo's like, what the, f- how many walls did you have to get through to get here? Yeah. And uh, Glass is like. that guy's name, Ost? Kyo. Kyo. Oh, yeah. Ost is the, Ost Hurai is the spirit tortoise green. Oh lady. yeah, Ost is the chick. Um, Glass walks in, she's like, I'll destroy you with my vassal weapons. And Kyo is like, you guys are going to destroy this world anyways. What, what is your problem here? And Glass is like, oh, how dare you? And Lark says, he goes on to basically say that they can't do something so disgusting because their vassal weapons are telling them not to. And he's asking Kyo, you hear it too, right? So he's implying that their vassal weapons are speaking to them. Did you catch that? 
when Lark's like, the Vassal weapons are speaking to us, we can't do something so disgusting. Yeah, I mean, I caught it that he said that they speak to them, like, because Rio said the same thing, like, I just go against mine. Yeah, Kyo says, I'm not a slave to my Vassal weapon, unlike you. I just need to be able to use it when I want to. And then he makes, his attacks kind of suck. It reminded me of Sai from Naruto. It's just like paper. Burning paper. And it takes the form of like origami birds and and robots. Um, But yeah, it's a giant bird that comes out. It's on fire. Raphtali and Philo hit him. And he has a barrier. And I forgot that Philo has like a weird weapon. It's like a Wolverine claw. (laughs) She hits him with. Yeah. Kyo. The one she had made by the... The blacksmith. Yeah. Um, and all the while during the fights going on, the camera, it keeps on focusing on Itsuki. I think it's really, the show's really trying to, like, remind us that Rishia is, wants to desperately save this guy. Yeah. And they, they, point received. We get it, Shield Hero. We get it. Itsuki is the man to watch. So far, everybody's also had their kind of moment to shine. Um, Moda Yasu in season one, Itsuki this time. When's Ren gonna get, get any love? Yeah. I mean, he's the freaking sword hero, for goodness sake. I'm sure he'll get it. Yeah. So outside the tortoise, the armies, they're being protected by Futoria. She's doing a damn good job. And the queen, being as smart as she is, she's like, yo, we got to get the fuck out of here. Futoria is not going to be able to fight this battle at full strength. She's got to protect all you weak asses. And uh, Futoria sees them fleeing, and she's like, good, good. Get as far away as you can. (laughs) Good. Um, and it's just so true. It feels like every, everything that you watch nowadays, they do a great job of saying like, you really always have the advantage if you're will, if you're the villain, because you usually don't have comrades that you're trying to protect. When you're the hero, you are trying to defeat somebody while also trying to create minimal damage, minimal casualties and protect everybody that you love kind of sucks to be the hero yeah you know if you're a bad guy you just are like well you can fight me right now but if you do i'm gonna shoot that person right there <laughs> so what are you gonna do now bust, <laughs> bust cap in him pig's ass <laughs> <laughs> um oh shit i also have to apologize to everybody last week i wrongfully stated that glass had a new vassal weapon and that she had a dagger Turns out that dagger that she was holding was just her same fans that she had, just not fanned out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. She does not have a new Vassal weapon. She still has the fans. Yeah, she was dressed different. She just has a new style. She's got a new fit and new hairstyle, but that is it. Same weapon. Are they going to tell us why she's changed hair and clothes? Doubt it. Doesn't seem like that kind of show anymore. No. We're already halfway through the season, so... Yeah, this was episode 6 of 13. Yeah, so, so. more than halfway. No, well, we almost halfway. halfway. Next yeah. week will be more than halfway. Yeah, next <laughs> <laughs> Um. So Kyo, he hits him with the strongest spell that this world has, which is the spirit tortoise's move, gravity. And it, it's just like spiritual pressure. I've mentioned it before. It sends everybody to their knees. Um, he walks up to Nalfami and starts kicking him brutally in the head. I thought he said uh, Nalfami's magic was the world's strongest magic. No, the tortoises. The gravity magic. Yeah, when uh, 
He was saying that because Nafumi overcame it, he was like, how did you overcome the most powerful magic of this uh, world? I thought that when... Uh, and it's because Ost... Ost gave him is, that power. Yeah, because Ost gave him the power to nullify to it. The, yeah, doesn't have to use the Wraith shield anymore. Yeah. What'd you think about Nafumi getting kicked in the head like 20 times by Kyo? I thought he was going to go berserk like quicker, but he didn't. Yeah. I know, it's pretty sick. Kyo goes on a pretty evil rant. He even calls Philo a bitch. <laughs> he says, quit your squealing, bitch. <laughs> he was kind of, I kind of liked him because he, he said what was real. I mean. <laughs> and I just know the English voice actor was like, please stop. Please stop hitting Master now for me. He's like, quit your squealing, bitch. <laughs> I, I did not know that the show said bitch, but. It he does. just felt what we all felt for the English voice actor of Philo. <laughs> yeah, the, the I Japanese... have to go rewatch that episode once it comes out and dubbed just to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> just to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, but out of nowhere, right after Philo is called a bitch, Regia, still wearing the Philolio costume, mind you, stands up and says, Hey, you coward. And he's like, What? What are you doing? Weren't you just cowering in fear like 10 minutes ago in the back? Risha goes on a long rant. That's what she says. I know that you're actually weak. That's why you pretend to be strong. You try to intimidate your enemies like a little animal puffing out its fur. All the while she's saying that she's just eating his attacks. Like, you know, when the hero is just like not moving, taking attack, but they're not taking damage. That's basically what she's doing here. Yeah. All of a sudden she's all powerful. Yeah. She says, I'm weak too. My body, my heart, especially compared to Naufemi, Raftalia, Philo, and Ost. But I'll never lose to somebody like you. Very, I'm telling you, this scene was inspired by Dragon Ball Z. She acquired, awakened a dormant power when she, knew, when <laughs> yeah. she needed it most. It's like mid-battle, getting her ass kicked. Dormant power rises. She are, immediately knows how to use this power too. It's like she's been, it's like riding a bike. It just comes to you. It kind of reminded me from DBZ of when Vegeta was Majin Vegeta. And he goes, there's one thing a Saiyan always has. His prom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a little bit like that for sure. Um, Ost and Naofumi have a moment when they're fighting where she lends him the spirit tortoise's power, like basically pours her energy into the shield. And this allows Naofumi to say the spell and command the gravity spell to basically nullify. It works. Raftali and Philo immediately jump into, a- into action. And now that Raftalia, Philo, and Rishi are fighting Kyo, O sees this opportunity and she opens up a path for Lark, Glass, and Therese to leave and go attack the heart. And Naofumi, being the quick thinker that he is, is like, Philo, go with them. Because he knows that Philo can communicate with Vitoria and they'll be able to accomplish cutting the heart and the head off at the same time. Otherwise, they'd just be guessing at when it's happening. Yeah. Um, Kyo's pissed that Ost opened up a, a door and he start, Kyo starts running toward them like, hey, what the, where are you guys going? And out of nowhere, you hear somebody say, your opponent? And he stops and he turns and it's Rishia and she says, it's me. <laughs> and Kyo, he turns toward her and he says, I'll deal with you now then. And he whips out. Did you know? notice he pulled out his book or a page of his book and then it turned into fucking Mace Windu's purple saber. Yeah. 
Pretty sweet. He didn't do shit with it. He didn't do shit with it. Because apparently Rishi has the greatest swordsman on this planet. Yeah, like all of a sudden she can... Uh, yeah, she's making him look like a chump. She tells him that he relies too much on power and that his moves are so simple that even she can dodge them, which is a huge diss because she is the weakest. She wasn't even good enough to be in Itsuki's party. No. <laughs> um, she makes short work of all of his attacks and then he goes on this rant about, or she goes on a rant about how he's just a trickster. Because he, like, summoned that robot thing that was fire at first, and then she sliced it, and it turned into ice, and yeah. then she still sliced it. Um, then he's, he's starting to feel backed in a corner, so he looks to the other three heroes as hostages, and he smiles, like, ha, oh, I'm about to kill one of these guys. And she's like, you're too late if you think that you're going to use them as hostages. She shoots a beam at the little tank, busts the glass. Now they're free, I'm assuming. I don't know what. They don't really show them again. Yeah. Um, we go over to the sidelines and Ost is having a conversation with Nafumi and Raftalia. And once again, she is begging them to kill her. And back to Futoria. Um, she's fighting the big tortoise on the outside. And she notices that the mages are doing ritual magic and they give her an opportunity because they're, it's basically like a Kamehameha wave. Clash the ritual magic mages wave against the tortoises hyper beam. Yeah. And Futura uses that, goes supersonic, and just sprints through the tortoise's neck. Like, literally just sprints through it. And chops it off. I don't even think she chopped it. She no. literally ran in one side and out the other, and that was it. Yeah. It just showed her running out the other side. <laughs> um, and then... Inside, Philo gives Glass a potion. She's like, Master Nalfami told me to give this to you. And Glass is like, sweet. She chugs it. She's like, damn, that's some good stuff. And then she's strong. She uses her, her classic go-to move, Zero Stance Rondo, Reverse Four Seasons. Yep. Cherry Blossoms appear. And there you have it. The head and the heart are destroyed at the same time. Kyo's like, oh, no. Just kidding. You think that I didn't have a backup <laughs> plan? <laughs> like, dude, fuck you, man. <laughs> fuck you. He's like every weeb who would enter the show. He's like, fuck, <laughs> I already knew this was going to happen. Yeah, he's like, you think I didn't have a backup plan? <laughs> he's like, I knew that this would happen. Um, he had another trick up his sleeve. He basically had souls ready to go to protect the core of the... I don't know what it was that he was protecting. The souls, I guess, is the core he was protecting. Yeah. Cold sores left. Um, Nafumi and Raftalia, or Ra Nafumi says to Raftalia, Raftalia, when I can't move anymore, it's up to you. And then he tries to go into the rage shield mode, but he finds out that he doesn't have any hate. Cue in the Itachi, you lack hatred meme. <laughs> and this is when the opening starts to play. Which, how, how does it go? Whoa. Yeah. So whenever he guitar solo. Yeah, whenever he can't get the hatred to come up, at first I was like, oh shit, this is bad. But then the music cueing in told me, oh, this is good. When you you know it's a good thing yeah. when the when they bring the opening in the song, song mit, mit at the end, you're like shit. It doesn't matter what's happening in anime. Any experienced anime person knows if somebody dies, but the opening music 
<laughs> starts playing, it's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> that means something good is about to happen. And sure enough, it does. Um, o says, it's fine that you couldn't get it up now for me. The rash shield is no longer needed. She force unlocks the power that she put into his shield. And the spirit, it's called the spirit tortoise heart shield has been force unlocked and basically turns his shield into a giant cannon. Some wings appear behind his back and it shoots a huge beam right through the core. Um, Again, Kyo is like, it's okay. It sucks that you guys beat me, but I got what I needed here anyways. And he apparently still saved a little vial of souls. I don't know why he needs the souls though. Did I miss something? I think he needed those to transport out of there. But, like, he's collecting souls from different places to, like, power himself? Do they give him power? I guess I guess that they do. Well, whatever he's trying to take over, maybe. He needs souls. So he collected souls, and then he takes that little vial, and he drips a drop of it on the floor. It opens up a black hole. And he says, shield hero, green-haired girl. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Have fun until then. <laughs> I'm going and then to he, kill you. And then he jumps in, gets away. Of course. And in that moment, I knew that this was the villain. The tortoise was never the villain. This is the, guy, this is the bastard that we want and we've needed. We needed somebody to hate, and they have given us that. <laughs> Do we hate him more than Moto Yasu season one? Not even close. But we hate him all the same. Yeah, and Lark and... Bitch. No, Lark no. and... Uh, Therese and Therese Glass. Therese and Glass. Yeah, they all chase after him, jump through the portal. Yep. Um, Ose tells Naofumi that the spirit tortoise heart shield was only unlocked because he lacked hatred. I just keep thinking of Itachi holding <laughs> holding uh, Sasuke up against the wall saying, you lack hatred. <laughs> you need more of it. Um, Ose tells Naofumi that he doesn't need to use that terrifying shield stained with hatred anymore. Lark and his gang are like, hey, this thing's closing up. It looks like it goes back to our world. We'll go get those souls and we'll bring them back and return them to your world. And then they jump in and leave. Um, Nafumi goes up to the porthole. He touches it and it like shocks him a little bit. And then in his screen it says, caution, forbidden action. The four cardinal, the four cardinal heroes cannot invade another world. O says, go. And then Nafumi's little view changes to caution special permission invasion of another world by the four heroes is now allowed under certain conditions Nafumi looks back he says raftalia philo what are you doing our comrade is asking us to go we have to help lark defeat him rishia you stay with itsuki and i thought she was i was like okay this is where we part too and she says no i'm your comrade and osan and Osans, I'm going too. The four of them jump in, and they jump in through the perspective of Os as she fades out of consciousness. And then we get Ost's last words, and she says, Comrade, huh? If I'm ever reborn, this time I want to truly be their comrade. I pray that there be joy at the end of the shield hero's path. Um, Ost and the tortoise fade away into little balls of light, and they bring forth life in the form of fields of grass. Now let me ask you this. 
It said special permission invasion of another world by the four cardinal heroes is now allowed under certain conditions. Do you think Rem, Itsuki, and Motoyasu will be jumping in as well? Or are they going to be too effed up to... I think they will once they wake up. But how will they get there? This hole's closing up. You think that they're just going to like crawl over there and dive in? I bet you it'll still be open. Somehow they're going to be in it still. They're not going to just disappear the rest of the season. They'll be there somehow. Maybe it allowed them all to when he got that. But And we didn't even get to see the other the seven-star heroes yet. I doubt we'll get to meet them. That's probably more down the line in the light novel. But I don't know. We mean we might hear later on in this next part. So I, I do like where it's going now. I like the not knowing. I like that they're bringing Lark, Therese, and Glass in and making them more likable. It's going to make the the battle of life and death that much more interesting because there's going to be some hard choices made. Yeah. It's getting better now. I'm kind of glad the, the turtle's gone. But I think it's It's a tortoise. Tortoise. You're going to piss off a lot of our zoologists out there. Turtle tortoise. Leave a comment <laughs> if you know what it is. <laughs> um, it's but, a tortoise. Uh, yeah, it's a tortoise. But uh, it still has a ways to go to catch up to season one. I mean... Yeah, I think that if it continues down the path, I like going to a new world is fresh. I like that. Let's go see what it's about where Glass and them live. Yeah. And the only thing that the show still lacks is it does still lack stakes. I really need, I really, I don't want somebody to die, but I feel like I need somebody to die. Like I need a crucial character to die. Maybe we'll get that's what one. all. That's what all good shows have. Even Dragon Ball Z. As just yes, they later. can come back, but still, they can die. You, you know, know what I mean? We, we might be getting to death. I don't. I. I don't know. This is pure speculation. We like, could get like uh, Lark, Glass, or Therese to die. But is that enough? I'm talking about like. It's a pretty vital character. I mean, yeah. To, but like if 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 Raftalia died, oh, it wouldn't ruin that. the show for me. It might improve it. I'm not saying and everybody listening is like, oh fuck you, Jordan. Raftalia, listen, I love Raftalia as much as anybody. I'm only saying that it would be a meaningful death if Raftalia died in the arms of Nafumi and she confessed her love, and he's like, dang, I can never leave this world. I'll take care of your people. Yeah, I doubt she'll ever die, though. But yeah, I doubt she'll die. But that's what I'm saying is like, there's no question of whether she's going to live or not. And I feel like the show needs, maybe that's what it's missing for me. I don't know. I like the direction it's going, though. And I'm sure all of our listeners, hopefully, like the direction it's going. Because I don't know how this week's episode could have been worse than... (laughs) Than the other five before it. I've I've read a review, (laughs) and they were not nice about this episode either. What'd they say? Uh, Basically, they gave it a one out of five. He goes, basically, the battle between good and evil was one of the goofiest parts of the entire show. While the episode looked good, the battle can be summarized as watching two toddlers fighting with their imaginary beam DBZ style. (laughs) (laughs) So I won't read this whole thing. I'm not going to announce who who it by who who it's by. But he goes. It basically is a terrible episode that couldn't do anything worthwhile. <laughs> Damn. So I mean, but to us, it was a better one of the 
what we've seen so far. It's, it's a it's a step in the right direction. But yeah, the season as a whole, it it just hasn't lived up to par for what we thought it would be. But I'm hoping the next seven episodes will get better. And we might get, since this is like a halfway point, we might get a new opening. Yeah, and a new ending a new next opening week. Because the turtles is over and the tur- tortoise. The turtles. What? You mix tortoise and turtle. <laughs> turtle orders. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. It's late. It's like fucking 11 o'clock right now. Yeah. PM. But, uh, yeah, the whole opening revolved around the, tur- the tortoise. So I wonder if they'll change it up and get a new mad kid or somebody else completely. Bring back. Or if it might be the same. They just might have a new, am- new different opening with yeah. the same music. But we shall see. Yeah. Next week is episode seven. It's titled Infinite labyrinth and it sounds like a cool episode so everybody be sure to tune in thank you as always for listening i'm jordo colton everybody please have a great week and as always peace out peace out